The 2024 NFL Combine is underway. You got a chance to watch the defensive linemen and the linebackers dig it out on the NFL Combine. Listen, I'm super excited because on today's episode, we're going to look at some of our draft crushes so far from this NFL Combine. We got the cornerbacks and the tight ends coming up today. We'll preview that. I'm going to open up so you guys can join the show. So that's going to always be fun. And let's do... The Mock Draft Simulation right here on the Wayne Breezy Show. Make sure you stick around because we about to have a blast, baby. What's going on, faithful? Happy Friday to everybody out there. Welcome to the Wayne Breezy Show. We got a new, we got some newcomers, got new subscribers in here. Going to go ahead and, and give Maria the super shout out early in the morning. Good morning, y'all. New subscriber, Maria. You're going to get the touchdown, Sal. Let's go. Foghorn in the building. Uh, thank you so much for subscribing. And speaking of that, make sure you guys hit that like button, number one. Number two, if you're new to the stream, go ahead and subscribe to your boy, Wayne Breezy, man. Listen, we got a bunch of shows up here. It's the off-season. The Wayne Breezy Show will be strong and popping. And the No Harm, No Foul Show every day, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with Mike Andrews from Nothing But Niners. Listen, that's going to be popping as well. Listen, make sure you guys are locked in. Go ahead and subscribe. If you really love what you see, you want to support the channel, you can become a member. And then you'll get all the cool perks that the channel has to offer. So go ahead. You can click that Join button right there, right there, right there in that little browser. Speaking of that, man, shout out to our sponsors over at Streaks. All right, listen. Guys, take your phones out right now. Scan this QR code. It's going to take you to your app store. Download the app Win Streaks. All right. Now, listen, it is the easiest streak picks app you can find. When I say picks, I mean if you like picking games, sports, or whatever, super simple, right? All you do is you go up in there, you pick the team that you want to win. It's going to give you the points. Listen, I, 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 when you see the easy points, you might want to stay away from that. That's all. That's the only hint I'm going to give you. But all you got to do is pick. You get five picks daily. You can win up to almost, guys. You can win up to like uh, a lot of money every single week, right? So uh, it's super fun. It's super simple. I'm going to be starting a group over there where I'll be doing some giveaways. So I'm going to have you guys join my group, which will be the Breezy Bunch over there on Win Streaks, and I'll be giving away cool prizes for those that are in the group. If you can outdo me every single week right so i'll do a weekly prize if you can i'll do me you'll win something all right so cool man take take this thing scan your code join the win streaks app it's super simple and if you need help on how to play i'll be posting the video we'll talk about it a little bit later in the show all right a little later in the show we'll talk about that all right guys listen uh, shout out to all the Breezy Bunch crew members, man. One of the cool perks you get is you get to get your comment posted up here. Peachy's in the building. Thank you for tuning in to the Wayne Breezy show. Uh, I just, you know what, Peachy? Thank you for putting this comment up here. And I know that you do it daily, but I just wanted to give you thanks for doing it daily because you don't have to do what you do, Peachy. Uh, I truly appreciate you. I'm sure everybody out there and in, in the world appreciates you. If you don't feel that way, I'm letting you know you are truly appreciated. 
appreciate it. So thank you so much uh, for doing that. Uh, please smash that like button, man, and subscribe to the channel. If you're not, you can join the BB crew, man. Look, super simple. Manly, what's going on, bro? With the hashtag, the BB in the building. Uh, he's saying hello to Queen. Peachy, Klasar49. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, he's starting to show off. Starting to show off. Braden Fisks. Fisk, excuse me, gives me Justin Smith vibes. If you guys remember that 49ers defense, the, the Cowboys, what we called them, Justin Smith. Uh, they're a little bit different. I, I, Justin Smith plays a little bit more angrier, uh, but they he, he can do the things that Justin Smith does. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I think Fisk has a better get-off from what I've seen, in my opinion. Like, Fisk, like they haven't even showed Fisk get-off. Like, it's, it's just going to be crazy. So, uh, I actually agree with that. Excuse me. But thank you so much. Don't bother me. He's in the building. Good morning, Wayne Peachy, Manly Casarda. I like that, man. You guys are so dope. Eric Wallace, what's going on, fam, man? Thank you for tuning in, man. I know you got to run, but I definitely appreciate you out there. Uh, Rob D's in the building, Breezy, for president. One day. One day I'm going to run. Uh, I think I'm at the age I can run for president. See? You know what I'm saying? One day I'm going to do it. Colin, what's going on, baby? Good to see you, man. Good to see you. Sleek 68, I see you in the building, bro. Jason, what's good, man? The Clutch, what's going on? I like that. The Clutch. Is it The Clutch? Lur Clutch? I, either way, French, the for me. Uh, shout out to you. Oscar, what's going on, baby? Hey, man. Hey, Oscar, we got a lot of talking to do, bro. We got, listen, after watching this combine, are you more intrigued on the 49ers? I'm just curious to know. Would you be intrigued if the 49ers really looked at some of these defensive prospects and actually drafted one first? Nigel, what's going on? Good morning. We got Facebook in the building. Uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> Laura Escobar over on Facebook holding it down. What's going on? I know there's a lot of typos on Facebook. I didn't edit my caption because I was probably sleep typing, so I will make sure I go back and, and edit the caption or whatever. Uh, Hurricane, what's going on, baby? Uh, all right, man, so let's, let's... Ooh, I like that. I see you, Gregus. I see you, Gregus Khan. Uh, I disagree. I do like Orohorohoro. I think that's how you say his name, Orohorohoro. Uh, but Fisk is the guy for me. That's just the guy for me. Um, let's talk about it, man. Look, not too much news going on with the 49ers, but, you know, they are at the Combine. You saw Frank Gore. You saw John Lynch. You saw them literally watching and scouting talent, and that's what they're going to be doing. So they are definitely in the building. Uh, today, uh, the news broke that the 49ers are speaking with the wide receivers and the running backs. Uh, and this, so there's some players out there. Uh, we call them legacy players. For those that don't know what the word legacy means, uh, we'll, we'll break that down. So listen, there's a poll question going on right now. All right, on which legacy player? Now, when I, when I say the word legacy, we're talking about, you know, their lineage played for this particular team. So we have, we have, when I say lineage, I mean brother, son, sister, cousin, uncle, family member, roommate. All right. Look, we got Frank Gore Jr. Uh, the 49ers spoke to him uh, informally. All right. You got Brendan Rice. Well, formal meeting, I believe, happened with Brendan Rice. That's Jerry Rice's son, wide receiver from USC. Uh, and you got, you got Luke McCaffrey, uh, wide receiver from Rice. All right. Now, I got a chance to talk to Luke personally. Uh, I spoke to Luke. Uh, I don't have the video right now, but I did ask him, you know, what would it be like to what, what would it be like to play with his brother in the NFL? And he broke it down and said it's a dream. It would be a dream come true. He asked me if I had any family members. And before he even let me answer the question, he just had the answer already. He had my answer. Right. 
<laughs> it's on the website. Go to www.twben.com if you want to see the interview. Um, but it's also out there in the world, Twitterverse or something like that. But no, he, listen, very well spoken. Um, very good kid. I heard he spoke at the Combine. Uh, shout out to Chase Sr. Uh, he was able to ask him some questions as well. So that's Luke McCaffrey. He's the brother of Christian McCaffrey. Former quarterback converted into a wide receiver. Former quarterback converted into a wide receiver. Now, look, there's some guys out there. 49ers have 11 picks in this draft. Um, and, you know, there there's some there's some things that they can do uh, with these 11 picks. Uh, I don't I can tell you where I think these guys are projected to go. I don't know why Frank Gore Jr. is projected to be drafted so low. I'm talking like fifth round and below. Maybe even six round and below. I don't get it. I'm looking at Frank Gore's stats, and I know he played for Southern Mississippi Golden Eagles. I don't care. I don't care who he played for. This is what he did. This is what he did. Like Frank Gore, oh my gosh, was a monster in college. He's 5'8, 195 pounds. Can't wait to see him work out on tomorrow with the quarterbacks and 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 the good stuff. This dude was a problem. Good league. Good gosh. Look, the dude had 1,119 yards off of 229 carries in, in 2023. He was averaging 4.9 yards a carry. Sounds like a 49er to me. Sounds like a Kyle Shanahan running back. Sounds like a Bobby Turner uh, selection. This dude had 10 touchdowns and three fumbles. Got to talk about the good and the bad. Uh, but here's what I love. You ready? Uh, yards after contact. Nah, this can't be true. This can't be for real, right? He had 824 yards after contact. He had 824 yards after contact. He had 800. I don't care if this is an HBCU school. It shouldn't matter. 824 yards after contact. This kid had 31 explosive Runs. What are explosive runs, ladies and gentlemen? Runs 10 plus yards or more. He fits the zone scheme for Kyle Shanahan. He can run power through the gaps. I mean, there's a possibility that he, he goes undrafted because of the schooling. But that's see, that that's a whole nother question. You know what, Peachy? We gotta do a show on uh on the HBC. You schools, we gotta have, we gotta do a show on that. But I, look, I, 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 this kid is gonna be a problem in the NFL. This kid's gonna be a problem in the NFL. Let's get some clap back. My man, don't bother me. He says Kyle won't use anyone other than CMC. Okay, I, I, I can't, I can't argue with you against that. You know, I like to argue. I can't argue though. You know what I'm saying? I can't argue with that. God dang it, we had running backs in this stable and Kyle Shanahan chose not to use it. The only, only running back he would uh, uh, attempt to use was freaking Elijah Mitchell, which is cool, but he didn't even use him. Dang. It's crazy. All right, it's crazy. Um, I can't wait to see with these kids. Now, I don't think he has that good old 40 speed time. It's probably going to be like a 4-5, four, 4-5 four, 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 guy. Uh, maybe maybe 4-5, like the high 4-5, four, 4-5-7 five, four, five, as far as when he runs. But I tell you what, he's gonna be at this combine. And I and I and I tell you what, his stock gonna rise very quickly. 
All right. So for the Niners, they probably want to keep him down there. You know what I'm saying? You know, they, they probably want to keep him down there. Oh, you, you guys want me to do that? Uh, okay. Against Florida State. Yes. Against Florida State. He had 31 carries off of 11 attempts. I mean, so, uh, off of 11 rushes, right? So is it, is it okay to have one bad game? But but you're saying because he played against a power, a top, a top tier school, uh, you know, what if they just prepared to take away the run? Like, you know what I mean? And the other kids, the other schools couldn't do it. So, what, what, you know what? Played against South, you know, South of Alabama, rush, you know, he didn't have a good game either. His biggest games were Arkansas State. His biggest game was against Appalachian State. 252 yards on the ground. 252 yards on the ground. Godly. That was his big game. But so, like, there's reasons why. Frank Gore Jr. is is probably going to go uh, a little bit later. Let's go to my man, Luke McCaffrey from the Rice Owls. Now, I like this kid. There's, there's something that I love about football players and their pedigree. There's something I love about football players and their pedigree. I just feel like the McCaffrey pedigree is something different. Their work ethic is different. You know, the McCaffreys are like the Bosa's. They're like the, the Matthews. They, they have a pedigree of players that come into the NFL. Now it, it kind of skips some generations or whatnot, but, but listen, it, 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 it serves this purpose. All right. Now, listen, Luke started out at Nebraska uh, and then he transferred over to Rice. OK. Uh, and like I said, he has quarterbacking skills, so he's played quarterback before. Luke McCaffrey, 6'2", 195 pounds. All right. Uh, let's go with he, what he did this year, because I know a lot of people on 120 targets. Uh, he got 71 receptions. For 992 yards, that's including the bowl game uh, against Texas State. So everything's including the bowl game. That's what I have set up for it to look to include. This is everything's per PFF two was two by the way. Um, he can line up in the slot. 356 of his past snaps were in the slot. Uh, he 139 were wide out. Uh, 6-2 slot. I mean, you you can use that. Now here's what I know in the slot. All right, from from what I saw. He was smooth like butter, baby. Like smooth like butter. All right. In the slot, he was smooth like butter. Ain't too many wide receivers that can run routes smooth like butter. This kid was a problem at the senior bowl, senior bowl practices throughout that week. Nothing dropped. Everything was caught that was thrown toward him. He was smooth like butter. Luke McCaffrey could be a possible prospect. I, I say he has a fifth grade. You know, right now he's a fifth round draft pick. Uh, he's in that area. He's a, have a fifth round grade on him. But listen, he's about to be at the at the combine. Stocks can rise at the combine. This is why it's important for players to to show up to the combine and just do their damn thing. I I, I support it. I'm all for it. And if there's anything I can do to help get players there, I know it's a little bit different football. College football is a little different. Players are already entering the pros as millionaires. So I get it. Like, I, I understand. It's a little bit different. Uh, but for those that didn't get seen by the limelight, didn't have a bunch of national televised games, here's an opportunity for you to boost your draft stock um, or, or, or whatnot. I know people want to know, like, well, how is this, how is this run blocking and, and things like that? Let's go. Let's go check out his run blocking. He only had two penalties on the year. I think that's cool. You want to know about drops? Three drops on the year. So this kid had 71 attempts, caught 71 receptions. He only had three drops. 
something that you got to pay attention to. Three drops and, 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 and another thing, 423 of those yards were yak yards, so yards after the catch. He seems like he'll fit right in. He'll, he'll fit right in. Uh, let's look at his best game. Uh, his best game, oh my gosh, his best game was against, yeah, I guess, University of South Florida. His second best game was against FAU. Um, and that South Florida game, he played slot receiver 199 yards. He was averaging 22.1 yards per reception. He didn't score in that game, but yes, he had 13 touchdowns on the year. Forgot to mention that part. I know people want to know about that part. 13 touchdowns on the season. And this kid, like I said, I have a fifth round grade on him as of right now, but that doesn't mean he's not going to boost himself up to the third, to the, to the second round. It all depends on how he performs. But again, another legacy player. I like Luke McCaffrey. Again, the pedigree, the work ethic. If you can transition from quarterback to wide receiver, that that's that's dope to me. That's, that's something that stands out. And last but not least, we got to talk about the greatest player of all time, the greatest player of all time, Jerry Rice. Greatest player of all time in any sport. The greatest player of all time, his name is Jerry Rice. His son, Brendan Rice, wide receiver from USC. And I tell you, he's a big kid. 6'3", 210. Has really, I, I don't know if he has cra crazy speed, but he has really good quick feet quick he can get out his break he can get open he's physical uh there's a lot of things that i liked about him he has a good high catch radius um he can catch those 50 50 balls or passes excuse me you don't like the when i say the word balls pause but yes i really do like this kid uh brendan rice i didn't get a chance to interview him but i did meet with him informally <laughs> right opposed to a formal sit down formal meeting a formal conversation with him um but he has spoken to the 49ers formally uh and when i look at what he did on this season 70 targets all right 45 receptions 791 yards averaging 17 17.6 yards per reception. He had 12 TDs on the season. 12 TDs on the season. All right. This kid is this kid is this kid can be a problem for the 49ers. Um right now I feel like he's gonna go in the third round. So I have a third round grade on him. There's just some really good standout wide receivers right now in this draft that have done some things and have a lot better numbers than Brendan Rice, but that don't mean you can't get great value out of Brendan Rice, especially if he goes to the right system, uh the right organization, and he's used properly, right? And so look, he'll be a rookie with the Niners. Uh he's not a return guy, so the Niners wouldn't be able to use him in that way, but he's definitely a guy that could come on the scene and give you some production you know right away now we'll see what the Niners are going to do with these free agent wide receivers like Jawan Jennings we know they, they placed the tender on them second round tender I believe that's what it's going to be we'll see what happens word on the street is they want to bring him back they want him to be here uh i'm not saying he's a Jawan jennings but this 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 kid is definitely a wide out period all right so let's look at see where he lined up didn't line up much in the, in the slot. 41 snaps uh, in 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 the slot position. He's a wide out. 283 of his snaps were out there. Uh, one in line uh, as well. Yards after the catch. 234 yards after the catch. It's kind of like what he does. Uh, two drops on the season. That's what I'm looking for. Y'all could be looking at touchdowns, and y'all could be looking at. Uh, I'm looking at how consistent are these wide receivers. 
Can they catch the ball? And how many times are they dropping the ball? Like, that is most important. Uh, one fumble on the season as well. Um, stuff happens. His long, uh, his longest game pass was 75 yards. Now, let's go see where he had his best game. Uh, what, what conference is USC? Is that the big, big Pac-10? Is that Pac-10? It's not going to be Pac-10 anymore, right? It's going to be Big Ten, I think. I can't remember. I don't know. Uh, I think this is Pac-10, though. When I look at look I look at this kid now, there's other receivers that we're gonna look at, but these are just the legacy players that we're talking about. Okay, these are the legacy players that we're talking about. All right, his best game uh, in 2023 was against. Hold up, wait a minute. It was against UCLA. UCLA that got some really good defenders. Really good. Thank you. It was Pac-12. Appreciate you guys. Really good defenders on UC, especially them edge rushers, man. Especially like Layatu, Latu, and 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 Murphy. Like there's there's some good Gabriel Murphy. There's some good defenders. But listen, he went to work. I don't know about the DBs. 147 yards. He was targeted 11 times, eight receptions in that game. He had a touchdown in that game too. His worst game, worst game would have been. Week one against San Jose State. Not sure what happened in that game, but it says they only had one target, one reception for 12 yards. He possibly could have gotten dinged up or or whatever, but he played the following week. So we'll, we'll see. I don't know what really happened, but that he was targeted one time. He caught the pass, and it was what it was. Uh, so that would be his lowest productive game uh, in, the, in, in, in his collegiate career in 2023. So Brendan Rice, man, listen, legacy player, who would you go with? Like that's the question, and 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 you know the the poll question. Like who would you go with? You could post it in the snap list and in the chat as well. Like if you're not uh, participating in the poll question, like who would you go with as far as a uh, residency player? Right? I'm going to let you guys scan that code. Would it be Frank Gore, one of the greatest running backs of all time? His son? Would it be Luke McCaffrey? You know, Ed played for the Niners. His son plays for the Niners. Now it's time for his brothers to play for the Niners. Like, 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 I mean, his neck other son to play for the Niners. Like, would it be that? Could you go with that? Or would you go for the GOAT gene and Jerry Rice and have his son, Brendan Rice, play? Dre, what's going on, baby? Listen, uh, uh, Dre is saying Rice. He, he's, he's going Rice. Nick Nice is saying Gore Jr. first. Then Rice, and then lastly, Luke. All right, you put him in order. I like that, man. Um, my brother Callie says, I like Gore Jr. I mean, if you guys seen who Gore Jr. was, yes, it is. Great 1765, what's going on? Hopefully, you can scan that barcode right now, man. If not, let me know. I'll go ahead and, and, I'll, and I'll figure out a way. Now, it's going to take you to an app to download to, on your phone, all right? And then you can go and sign up. Just make sure you use that uh, promo code Wayne Breezy, all right? Make sure you use the promo code. All right, so um, got to go with Rice, though. I'm with you. I, I'm kind of with you, uh, but the thing about going with Rice is, Rice is going to cost the 49ers a, a a top, I think, a third round pick. So if if when you look at the draft, it's going to come down to like you know where you positioned yourself in the draft. All right, so that like like did you take care of what you needed to take care of in rounds one and two? Did you get what you needed? Are you suffice with that? Because there's some wide receivers that might drop from the first round into the second round, and it's going to cause the 49ers clock to go cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. I know we don't need a wide out, but man, if 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 a Roman Wilson is there, you want to talk about dog. Like, if, if you could get, he loves the block, right? Right now, he's no block, no rock. That's his mantra, right? 
Not saying you draft them with that second round pick when you got other needs. I'm just saying, like, there's if there's going to be some guys like that might fall, the Niners might decide to go to a totally different route, right? Uh, which will push Rice back. So we'll see what happens. You got to see how how the draft board kind of like falls. Uh, Dre is like, I think McCaffrey might be the best bang for your buck. I could dig it. I could dig it. You know what I'm saying? I could dig it. I could dig it. My man Oscar says it's more about uses and use usage and need. Don't need any of them. Uh, neither of them will be used much this coming year, right? It's just all about the future of the 49ers. You know, you know what I mean. I think though, Brendan Rice can be utilized um, because when I look at the wide receiving core. And then you look at who was here last year. Like, will Danny Gray get another opportunity? Will, will Tay Martin get an opportunity? Like, will these guys get their opportunities? It's so weird. You know what I mean? It's so weird. So we'll see what happens. My man Uncle Scott says, Breezy, let's get some O-line help. I promise you this. The 49ers will be drafting the offensive linemen. So they're going to get the O-line help. The reason why we're not talking much about the linemen is because the linemen probably are going to get in today to the NFL Combine in Indianapolis, and then they'll get interviewed tomorrow. They don't, they don't participate till Sunday with the special team. So right now, the offensive line is going last. That's why you're not probably hearing much about the offensive linemen. But listen, stay tuned. Stay tuned. The Niners will definitely address the O-line. The O-line is a must Need I can promise you that. Uh oh, we got some we got some splatter chatter on Facebook. Chadwick Steiner says Ayuk could be traded and Debo will likely be gone next year. So we do need a receiver. Yeah, he's talking about the out that the 49ers have in Debo Samuel's contract on next season. So there's a possibility that the Niners decide to move on from Debo Samuel. And there's a possibility, even though, even though, even though it's been iced as of now. The possibility is still there. Chadwick, I agree with you 1,000%. I don't know why people just don't want to believe that there's a possibility. The key word you said is possibility. It it's not, you're not saying, the key word you're saying is could be. I'm chalking it up to one word called possibility. Could be and possibility mean the same damn thing. It's a possibility that a team makes the 49ers an offer they can't refuse. That's that's the possibility. So, you know, uh, Oscar says you got Debo, Ayuk, Gray, I don't know if they're still in on Gray. Jennings, we got to see how that works out. I hope they bring them back. I hope they work out a deal uh, or whatnot. And then you got some, you got Ronnie Bell. You got, um, like I said, Tay Martin. So you, you got some guys. You know what the Niners need? They need a wide receiver return guy. There's a wide receiver that I like in this draft that the Niners may be able to draft out of Mississippi State, but hey, it is what it is. All right, let's talk about these these uh these uh scout and combine standouts. All right. Now listen, I told y'all uh if you're following me, I told you guys to to, you know, Watch out for these three players and the positions that they did. They started with the defensive linemen, so let's go with the defensive linemen. And you guys, look, I've been infatuated with Braden Fisk since the, since the Senior Bowl. I am not a Florida State fan, so I didn't watch Florida State football. I watched Michigan football, Big Ten football, and occasionally some other games. I did watch Florida State down the stretch, but when I got a chance to sit at the Senior Bowl and all I could do was watch he was the guy that jumped off the field for me. It was Braden Fist. If you go back on my Twitter timeline, you'll see he was the free. This is the dude that woed me. It was Tavondre Sweat and it was Braden Fisk, right? Tavondre Sweat was just a big monster. Nobody could block him. Braden Fist was definitely getting off 
every single snap. It was like, dude, how are you in the backfield? I don't care about one-on-ones. I didn't care about any of that. All I know is in the 11-on-11s, this dude timed the snap every single time it was in the backfield. I don't know what you want to call that. That's a gift. Not everybody's born with that gift. You could tell he practiced it. You could tell when I when I interviewed him, when I had my formal meeting with him, he sat there and told me, listen, listen, man, I'm not the biggest dude. I'm not the quickest dude, Quantre Moon Frere. But I got some some things that I've been working on that makes me stand out. That was at the senior bowl. That was before this combine. And now you guys got a chance to see it on national TV. So you guys didn't get a chance to see the full workouts. Now you understand where I was talking about with Braden Fist. I can't wait to see him actually play football because that's where he really excels when the game matters. Listen, Braden Fisk, I have their raw scores. So I want to, I want to, we'll talk a little bit about what these raw scores mean and things like that. All right. So let, let me go ahead and pull that up so that you guys can understand. All right. Relative athletic score. Okay. Shout out to my man, Kent Lee. Uh, Platt, I appreciate you for putting these out there, brother. But you look at this. All they do is they take all of their measurements and testing and they come up with this score. Now, he didn't do the three cone drill, which I wish he would have did. When you look at that 9.88, it's unofficial. That's what the U means. High score you could get is a 10. His hand size is 9.3, 7 inches, whatever. Uh, His height, he's 6'3". Weight, 292. He benched 26 reps, okay? Benched 26 reps as a defensive tackle. All right? That's that composite score. It was all right, right? Look at what he did as far as his speed. Look at that. He's elite in speed. He's elite in explosion, I wish he would have did the three-cone drill, but he didn't. This kid is going to be a problem in the NFL. I don't know if the 49ers will be able to, to, to draft this kid because I just feel like his stock just said, like, through the roof. Through the roof, okay? Through the roof. But I really, really do like this kid. It's something about him. Uh, someone said earlier on the show, that they remind him of the Cowboy, Justin Smith. I tell you what, he's relentless. He has a great get-off. You saw his explosion in the drills. They were smooth. Brandon Fist is going to be a problem. Now, will, will he be there at 31? That's the question. And do the Niners want to go defensive tackle at 31? Eh, eh. I don't know. I know you don't want the 49ers to go defensive tackle at 31. I I, I totally get that. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Like, I totally get that. I got a question. My man David Wright says, what's your opinion on the Niners formerly meeting with Brian Thomas Jr.? He is predicted to go quite high in the draft. Listen, you meet with these wide receivers, man. And you meet with them because you have no idea how the draft board is going to fall. Remember I said earlier, I I specifically said that you don't know. Some of these top receivers might end up in round two, round three. It all depends on who else needs what and when they draft. So the Niners, they do their due diligence. Listen, they better put they better put Rome and Duze. They better put all these top guys that they like on their draft board. Because God forbid if somebody falls, I don't think those guys are going to fall. But you get what I'm trying to say. Brian Thomas Jr., LSU, right? Problem. Right, like like there, there's some there's going to be some top wide receivers that are going to be sitting at the Niners. In the second round, 
looking at the 49ers, there might be a top wide receiver that fell in the first round, and you're just like, and we've watched the Niners draft a wide receiver in the first round before. I'll leave it at that. I'll just leave it at that. But David, it's a possibility, and it's a formal meeting too, right? So they they actually sat down and interviewed the kid. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they wanted to know what he ate for breakfast. Like, what time does he go to the bathroom? Is it regularly? Like, they asked him probably all the craziest-ass questions you could think of in, in the formal meetings. Opposed to, hey, man, it's good to see you. You guys want to be a, you know, how you feel about being a Niner? Oh, yeah, sign me up, coach. That's, like, informal, right? Like, nothing really happened. Like, you know what I mean? That was a formal meeting. They probably sat down and they had a they had a good in-depth conversation with Brian Thomas Jr. So we'll we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Uh defensive tackles, that's who stood out to me. Um I don't know. Like, let's go to the edge rushers, because there were two edge rushers that I like. You guys know I like Chop Robinson, right? Like, this is the kid, but <laughs> look at his raw score. Nine, six, eight. Look what he did. Look what he did. Look at the speed. Look at the explosion. Once again. That's what you're going to get. Now, when you look at his composite size grade, you know, he's 6'2", 254. He's kind of scoring lower on that end, all right? All right? That's what he's kind of scoring lower on. But when you look at, like, his explosion, this kid will be in the backfield just about on every play. There's a possibility that he's there at 31. It's going to be hard as hell. When you look at this, the explosion from a Chop Robinson, and if he's sitting there at 31, you just saw this kid ran a 4.48 in the 40, and you sit there and you say to yourself, I can't pass on this kid, right? I know I know, I need an offensive lineman, but my, the one I want is gone. I, I could settle for this guy. I could get this guy to work, but this kid is available? I, I don't know. I, and I know it's going to be tough. But, you know, as far as edge rushers, these were the two, Darius Robinson, um, that I feel like may be available at 31 for the 49ers. He had a 9.64 raw score. You can see, like, his size is good. Uh, elite explosion grade. Elite, I don't know about the speed grade because he ran, he ran a 4.95. But for his size, that's pretty damn good. His weight, that's pretty damn good. His 20-yard split was really good. And look at his 10 yards. It's, 1.73 is not bad. It's not bad. Not bad for a dude this size. Here's the kicker about him. A lot of people, you know, we had Tony on earlier this week. A lot of people feel like, oh, this is not the, you know, like they don't want to go edge. Listen, first of all, he just screams Niners to me. Like he screamed, I'm going to be a 49er. Why? He can line up inside. He could put on some weight, go back to the inside. He can play on the outside. It just seems like he is a 49er. That's the 49ers way. That's the 49ers type. Uh, he's not dealing with any type of injuries. The kid can get to the quarterback. He has power. He has bend. Uh, he didn't look stiff in, in, in that hoop drill with the towel, right? Kid got bent. Kid could be a problem. Niners, it just it just seems like Darius Robinson is the 49er. I like the explosiveness of Chop Robinson, but I wouldn't be mad if the Niners ended up taking Darius Robinson. Linebackers, there was three linebackers. Obviously, Peyton Willis, Peyton Wilson, excuse me, <laughs> stood out and do ran a 4-4-3. You know what I like about Peyton Wilson the most? His coverage skills. His ability to dice to, to, to diagnose the play in zone and recognize when they're going to pass. I think that is what makes him stand out more than anybody. 
his size is a little, he's a little smaller, but that doesn't mean he doesn't lay the boom. He can get to the quarterback. He can blitz. He can do all these different types of things. Peyton Wilson is going to be a problem. You can see his speed is great and then everything else is, you know, whatever, but he got a 9.81. Uh, Cedric Gray, 8.92 round score. Um, I like Cedric Gray. I think he's a, first of all, he's a tackling machine. He's the, he's that, that, that Dre Greenlaw before you ask him to start covering in space and all that type of stuff. That's Cedric Gray. That's who he is. Machine. Aziz Al-Shair. That's what he is. Tackling machine. Good at stopping the run. Making He wraps and tackles. You ain't got to worry about fundamentals with this kid. Dude, like, had over 300, almost 400 tackles in college, man. Like, that's ridiculous, right? Almost 400 tackles in college. Good prospect. He stood out to me. He was basic in the drills, but I know what I've watched him. I know what I saw on film, and I know what I liked at the Senior Bowl. Boom. But if I could draft a linebacker, Edrin Cooper out of Texas A&M is probably going to be my number one choice. I don't know if I'll pick him in the first round, but this he's got second-round pick screaming. But this dude, to me, is going to be a problem. I liked all his drills. I don't care about his size. I don't care about any of that. Uh, like, all his drills looked amazing as far as what he did out there. I don't care about the vertical. I don't care about the broad jump. None of that None of that matters to me. All I know is he can play linebacker. He's speed sideline to sideline. Kind of remind me of Quan Alexander, but better. Like, definitely better in tackling and, and things like that. So, look, Edrin, Edrin Cooper out of Texas A&M would probably be a linebacker that – I kind of like, you know what I'm saying? So, look, I tell you what, let's open up these phone lines. Let's get you guys on here. Uh, I, well, not the phone line, but I, I want to know what you guys think. And, and here's the thing, man. Who will the 49ers select with that 31st pick of the 2024 NFL draft? I want to know who you think. But it, here's the kicker. It has to be. It has to be from the prospects that went on yesterday. Defensive line, edge rushers. Or linebackers. It has to be one of those dudes. I'm going to go ahead and put the link inside the chat. We got a super chat contribution from Uncle Scott. He says, Wayne, I would like to see us focusing on protection for Brock. If we don't focus on this now, we will pay for it in the playoffs and the Super Bowl. All I'm going to say, Uncle Scott, is you got to be patient. We have to see what the 49ers do in free agency. They may feel like they don't want to go the route of the draft. They'll draft some guys, but they might feel more comfortable going with proving guys in free agency. The Niners will have some bread, so let's just see what they do. There are a couple of options out there. We'll be talking about free agents next week, and I think that is the area that the Niners may focus on. They tried the edge rushing. They tried adding depth from free agency and the edge rushing. I don't think they like that. I think they'll go back to drafting the edge rushers. I'm not saying they won't draft an offensive lineman. All I'm saying is they may look to try to boost up that offensive line throughout free agency. So let's just be patient and let's just kind of like see what happens with them in free agency. And then if they don't, Uncle Scott, I promise you and I will sit down. We will go through some of these offensive linemen, particularly right tackles, and we'll go through them and we'll go ahead and pick. But thank you so much for the Super Chat contribution. Niner Gang Podcast is in here, baby. What's going on, bro? What's good, Breezy? How you been, brother? I'm chilling like a villain, dog. What's good? Oh, man, I'm just chilling, man. Just tired. I've been working so much, been grinding like crazy, man. It's just these days don't stop, man. It's just a consistent thing, man. My sister's business is really taking off. So Awesome. Whew, it's 
spent a lot, but uh, man, I just want us to get some offensive linemen. We need to I protect know. Brock. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Protect the home. Any any offensive lineman that you have been doing any homework on or any guys you want to put out there because that listen I, I don't disagree with anybody that's saying that they want offensive linemen you you need them you, you gotta if there's one area the Niners need to get better in it's the offensive line it's and it's time this is the draft yeah. for it because there's nine billion offensive linemen in this draft and there's yeah. a lot that fit what Kyle Shanahan wants yeah, man. Um, I haven't even had the time to really research, bro. This grind is never ending. So, uh, but for me personally, um, honestly, well, which pos- which position would you address first? Would it be center? Would it be tackle? Oh, no, would, would it be I, guard? I, honestly, it be it, it would be right guard or right tackle, either okay. or, whichever one you can find. Um, and honestly, if you see somebody that you like, go get them. Like you know, we we we've made trades in the past. So oh, yeah. we're not, we are definitely not, um, you know, void of that. So I just say, go ahead and just, you know, pony up the trades, do what we got to do. We got compensatory picks. Um, I know there's like a whole way that each trade is, um, you know, uh, each pick is valued. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think Tony knows that. Cause Tony, you know, we know Tony, the GM, you know, he know all that stuff. I, I haven't the faintest idea how that works, but I would say probably just, you know, Try to package together some things if you got to move up a little bit because we are at 31. Um, you know, if you see somebody that you like, go get them, man, and get them ready, you know, because at the end of the day, um, I like Colton McKibbitts. I do. He's a good guy, but he's he's not the, the, the right tackle. To be honest with you, I would rather get rid of Jalen Moore and put Colton back over at left to back up Trent because mm. that was his natural position in West Virginia, and he was actually really good at that. Mm-hmm. So that would actually be better. Um, I think outside of that, we need another shutdown DB. It's nothing against your boy Ambry. Nothing oh, no. against him. Oh, it's nothing dead. at all. But I, I need to do with more consistency. Absolutely. That that that's what scares me about Ambry. He's he's good and then he's bad. And I need him to be good all the time. I know Mooney isn't perfect, nobody is. But I would say if we get ourselves another outside corner that's a shutdown, then we've got three monsters because, you know, Demo's going to be a killer in that nickel. Um, honestly, when I have to think about it, we're going to have to if they're not going to allow D Winters and what's going on, Jet? If they're not going to allow D Winters and Jalen Graham to blossom, mm-hmm. then we're going to need another linebacker. Because I know everybody's been screaming, Aziz, Aziz, Aziz. Y'all, Aziz ain't in our our, our uh, tax bracket right now, okay? Yeah. He, I mean, he ain't going to cost you a, a, a lot, uh-huh. but he, he ain't coming for the hometown discount. Yeah. I don't I know, beg, man. I, just, I, 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 don't... I, beg, I beg to differ a little bit, not pushing okay. back. I just beg to differ a little bit. I mean, you got the guy putting out these messages and – this, that, and the third, and, you know, like, reminiscing down, taking trips down memory lane, and he mm-hmm. knows it's going to cost him a discount, because he also, but he also knows he's going to have an opportunity to compete. Now, the thing to me that works in Aziz's favor to get paid a little bit more is the injury to Drake Greenlaw, because now the 49ers, he feels mm-hmm. they may need him, you yeah. know, and so, like, yo, he'll be, I, I wouldn't be surprised, like, you know, if, if it came down to, if it came down to these two players, you could sign one of them. Mm-hmm. 
Aziz Alshayer for $11 million or Chase Young for $11 million? Who would you go with? Aziz. Okay. And I think that's kind of like what's going to happen. I, I, yeah. I kind of feel that's going to be the situation. You give him 11 now. That's crazy because that's way more money than what Greenlaw yeah. <laughs> is making, yeah. right? Um, but, you know, it'll probably be one of those contracts that, that start you at the 7 million base, 8 or whatever, and yeah. it work your... You know, you Barag will figure yeah. it out. You know, he always, he's a wizard with that stuff, man. He's yeah. really good at it. But I honestly think that's it. I mean, other than that, we don't really have any holes. I have seen good a point. lot of people clamoring for us to go ahead and get Brendan Rice, mm-hmm. uh, Jerry's son. Um, and I've seen, I've, I've done now him, I've been able to pay attention to because a lot of my buddies are SC fans. So okay. I could just literally get to them and be like, yo, what's going on? And they told me that they like what he brings. They feel that at the next level, he'll continually develop and get good. They, they basically feel like he's kind of, he, he's, he's similar to his dad, but not. Mm-hmm. You know, um, he's a little bit faster than Pops. Um, but once again, he's he's got uh, he's got the same thing that, that Jerry had, though. It's that on the field speed. That's the 40 time don't mean nothing to me. People don't don't watch the underwear Olympics and get get confused because somebody run fast. Don't mean that you got to put pads on. You have people uh, in your way. You have to reroute yourself. There's a lot that goes into that when you got them pads on you out there on that field. So, um I know a lot of people have actually been saying Frank Gore Jr. People, what have I told y'all a billion times about Kyle and drafting running backs? No. Yeah. No. It's, it, I don't think Kyle handles the running back situation. I of- don't care. When, he, when, when Kyle's been here, any drafted running back we've had has failed. Elijah Mitchell only had one good year and he can't keep his knees healthy to save his life. And then when he was healthy, Kyle forgot he existed because now he has CMC. So you're saying get undrafted guys. Oh yeah. Yeah. He does way better with them. Look what he did with Matt Breida. Look what he did with Mostert. You know what I'm saying? The only reason he's doing what he's doing with CMC is because CMC was already born and bred that way. Yeah, he he didn't draft CMC. So yeah, he didn't draft he, he CMC. He so that, that that he don't count. But I'm saying when you look at the history of Kyle Shanahan and drafting running backs, mm-mm, mm-mm. Mm. it's a no go. I, 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 I love Mason. I love Mason. I really want Mason to be on the field. Talk to you. Talk to your boy. Holla at Kyle, man. Because I can tell you right now, if that was me in that Super Bowl, I'd have gave him Mason Mitchell and McCaffrey. I'd have ran that ball down their throats with all three of them. You only because what do teams prepare for? They're only preparing for CMC. If you watch and understand Kyle's patterns, you know that's the guy he wants in there all the time. The only time you saw Elijah Mitchell in that Super Bowl was to spell CMC for five seconds. Mm-hmm. And what did he do? What did he do? Positive game. So if you if if I gotta prepare for a three-headed monster running back. I don't know. I don't know. Tell me. I I I think it. I think the pedigree alone with yeah. with 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 Frank Gore Jr. would suffice. The question is, how will Kyle use him? I think that would become another question. Now, like I said, a, a lot of these players are going to get pushed down in the draft, and they might even go Ooh. undrafted, and, and we'll just see. But I I wouldn't be surprised if. If if Frank Gore Jr. isn't hey, a 49ers, especially since young, his dad is the head of whatever it is, 
And that Talent. hey, that young man is a hey, that young man is a monster. He's he's really good, man. I like Frank Gore Jr. I've I've seen what he does, and you know what I'm saying it's it, it's cool. And you know the lineage thing, you know. Um, I have heard some grumblings uh, that Mr. Kittle isn't necessarily the happiest person, um, just due to his usage. And I'm sorry, uh, I understand him. I do. I got to feel him. I don't care what nobody says. You can't pay that man that kind of money and have him be a glorified blocker. If that's the case, why you give him all that money? You got to utilize him in the game plan. But George Kittle will have, what, one target in the Super Bowl? Like, that that that's that doesn't make sense. And it can't always be an excuse of, oh, where they're taking him away. Really? Mm-hmm. They didn't seem to nudge. <laughs> you didn't even throw at him. So how do we know they were taking him away? Like, it, it, that that's probably the only thing. I think... The restructures are definitely going to be Kittle and Juice. You know what I'm saying? Because I just think they're too. I I wouldn't restructure them. They're just they're just older players. They're I, older players, but at the same time, we're paying them an absorbent amount of money. You're going to still have thing. to pay them the money, Dion. Even if you restructure, they get their money. That's yeah, why I mean, I, you're just kicking the can down the road. I get you on that one. That's why I'm like, just just get it over with. Like you know what I mean? You know, just this like Trent Williams. I, don't, I wouldn't restructure Trent. He's older. Oh no, no. Let, it, let no. it come off the books when it comes off the books. Same thing with Kittle. Now there's younger players that are going to be hitting the cap hard this this upcoming season that they may restructure. But we'll see what happens, man. But listen, I got to get Oscar on here, bro. But I appreciate, appreciate you, for you, bro. Nothing but love, man. Peace. All right, man. Peace. Oscar, what's going on, baby? Hey, what's up, Rizzy? How you doing? I'm doing good, man. How you feeling? Good, good. You know, I've been I've been looking at this uh this draft heavily. You know, Thank the, you. Thank the you. one thing the one thing that I could say for sure is it's not tight end heavy, so we don't have to worry about that. I could tell you that. You're right. Uh you know, there's there's a couple safeties out there, but we don't really need it. However, there's a couple safeties that are out there that we may be able to kind of bring up into like the nickel position. Here we go. Now we have a conversation. Yep. Uh the kid from uh, from USC, I believe his name is Caleb. That Caleb uh, Bullock is my yeah. number one safety for the Niners. For the Niners. Like, for the Niners, because there's other the guys that I wish we could get, <laughs> but we not. We don't need them. But yeah. I would love this kid because I think he can play in the slot as yeah. well as play safety. So now the Niners could look at a three, like safety package, like for real, for real, and you don't have to spend the money on bringing back a Tashawn Gibson. Yeah, exactly. And you know, the big thing about that is the kid has good eyes for the ball. There it uh, is. A lot of what I've seen in him is he knows how to position himself on the field just because he knows how to read the quarterback's eyes. Now, he he didn't have a lot of tackles. He didn't have a lot of interceptions. But for some reason, he was always around the ball. Mm-hmm. You know, so, that, so that's a big thing. Now, going to what you asked for, and that was – the guys that actually participated yesterday in the combine. Mm-hmm. Who stood you know, out to you? The, the, the biggest standout, and I and I didn't really want to look at this kid because I don't know his 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 uh, his tape doesn't say a lot, but the but the numbers for Payne Wilson were crazy with that four with that forty <laughs> speed. I mean, the kid was out there balling. With the, exactly. He and, dropped one pass in the drill. Yeah. And it was, who cares? Like at that point, it was the last one too. It was exactly, like, <laughs> exactly. But yeah, I mean, his cone, his, uh, his 40 time, 
his 10 yard speed was, I mean, was, was great. The same thing can be said for Fisk. And I know that you're on top of Fisk, uh, being, a, a top defensive tackle. Now everyone out there is going to say, Oh, well, you know what? We don't really need a defensive tackle. But from what I'm seeing with a lot of these mock drafts is if these tackles are gone and we can't trade up to get one, then the the place that you want to really solidify is the defensive line. And with both of our defensive tackles being over 30 and one of them costing a lot in two years mm-hmm. in Hargrave, you may just want to go for Fisk. I know it's not sexy. I get it ain't what people want. But I wouldn't be surprised if that's what they did. Yep, yep. Now, if you don't want to go defensive tackle and an edge is in there that you really like, you can move up to get a tackle. You know, the cornerback that really interests me is TJ Tampa. Oh, yeah, from uh, Iowa State. Yes, yes. Dude, it's like 6'3", bro. Like, yes. I I want cornerbacks with the size, the height. Yeah, and you know what? What I did see in him is... The kid knows how to read the quarterback size even better than the kid from USC. Mm. I mean, he he only had two interceptions, but he was always breaking up passes. I think he averaged probably close to one one pass breakup per game last season. Okay, hold on. And like you said, he does have the, the size. Now, what I want to see is his speed, and I also want to see his uh, – his cone drill, just because, you know, with the cone drill, you really get to see how this guy, you know, changes, yes, sir. changes gear, right? You know, from, from left to right. So, I mean, for me, those are really the top ones. You know, Payne Wilson, Fizz, TJ Tampa. Uh, the one kid that may drop, because, and I, I've been talking to Chapman about this, is uh, Latu from UCLA. You think he'll you drop? Know, well, you know what? He missed two years because he had a neck injury. Yeah, but dude. He looks he like every drill he did yesterday was smooth and he played really good his at in UCLA. I don't know if he'll drop. I would love for him to drop, but I don't think he'll drop. Well, you know what? He's not gonna go past the second round, that's for sure. But he just may be there for us at to move 31. up from you know, from that late second to, to middle second. Okay. Uh if you know, if we don't get one of those defensive ends that are you know top tier, you know, you know, verse and a couple other guys that are out there, then I think Latu would be great. Hopefully, that neck you know holds up and it doesn't cause him any issues. Because if you you know, there's a couple guys like the guy from uh from from Dallas that had to miss last season when uh Trent Williams oh Vander Esch yes mm-hmm. he. He's had issues, and because of that, he's missed you know, probably about two seasons. I see what you're you, saying. You know, so you really want to be careful with those kind of guys, especially guys that had – I mean, he was set to retire from football two years ago. And it just so happened that he went to UCLA, and, and then they cleared him. And, you know, he played really well, but you don't want something like that to come up. I know that's that's that, that's one of the red flags that will come up. Um, for all the teams, all thirty, all thirty-two teams, it's gonna be one of those red flags. I just don't think it'll hinder him. Like I can't, I'll be, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, like team like the Chargers or like one of them teams they take. Like, cause this kid, he's gonna be a problem in the NFL. I think the only thing that will hinder him is what you said, and and the question about his injury would definitely come into play. 
uh, if he did well, like on his physical, if, he, if if his physical was great, I don't see it pushing him that deep into the first round or early second. I just feel like somebody going to take that chance. And, you know, this Jaguar 56 says Latu reminds me a lot of Phillips from, from Miami. I don't know if you remember the story of Jalen Phillips, but he had a similar story because remember um, he was at UCLA and then he got into a car accident and they kind of like gave up on him and then he transferred to Miami uh, he was about to become like a rapper or something and he ended up like bulking up and then he ended up turning into the defensive end out of Miami and then he went to Miami. I think that's what, what ended up happening to him. So like, I don't know, man, like things can happen. If, if, if Latu falls and the Niners can get him, I do Can you imagine having Latu and Nick Bosa on the same squad? Yep. Yep. Now, um, just my final, you know, love like this guy that I really do like, and I, I've seen a couple of his games, and he's not really out there, but he is a Debo prodigy, Xavier Leggett from South ah, Carolina. Out of South Carolina, you know that kid. Uh, I've been telling people he reminds me of CD, and the biggest thing about him is he has a big body. You know, mm-hmm. he's not he's not the quickest, but he always seems to catch the ball at the highest point. There it is. Patriots. You know, and that's huge, especially if, you know, what if we don't keep Jennings? What if we move on from Jennings? Or what if we want to just move on from uh, IU? Because you never know. But he looks pretty good, catches the ball at the high point, you know, played in a played in a good system where he wasn't necessarily the number one target, but he was always getting uh, balls thrown to him, and he was always getting them at the high point, which is the most important thing for me. I, I like the kid. Um, I have I have to watch his film. Um, I don't want to watch his highlights. I, I really want to see how he plays in the system. Can he block? Like, you know, things like that. So I didn't get a chance to really look at him, but I have heard his name. I believe the Niners met with him. Um, yeah, if I'm they not mistaken. Did. They did. So, so, yeah, like you could tell that the Niners are going to be looking to add a receiver. Um, it just we just don't know when or or where, but you can you know they're going to be adding a receiver. It's common sense. They they're going to continue to fill you know replenish that pool of of talent that they have on the on the team. And like you said, we can't we can't really keep all these players forever. And if they if they move on from a guy like Brandon Ayuk, it's going to be interesting to see what the Niners look to do to replenish his production. Uh, but. But if they do move on from Brandon Ayuk, if they move on, because there's a possibility, I think it's slight, but there's a possibility they're gonna get they're gonna get more they're gonna get a higher first round pick, so they might be able to address a couple of areas where they can improve in moving on from a guy like Brandon Ayuk, where they can still get a guy like Brandon Rice in round two, because they'll have two first round picks now in round one, and they can address certain things. So we'll see what happens, bro. But I, I'm excited. It's my favorite time of the year because we just don't know anything. And all we could do is, is is speculate. And I can't wait to talk to you next week because it's free agency week. And that's when we'll know what this draft is going to start shaping up into. Like, right, when they start filling the void in free agency. No, for sure. That's going to be the probably the biggest thing for us because it's really going to dictate what we do. There it is. There it is. Appreciate you, Oscar. Thanks for calling in, bro. All right, man. Have a good one. All right. You too. We got one more, man. My man, BC. What's going on, baby? Hey, Wayne, how you doing today? Can I'm you doing hear good. Me okay? I hear you very well, Brian. It's good to see you, bro. 
Thanks. Last time, man, I apologize to everybody. Sometimes I guess my audio is not the best. Uh, you know, it's all chalk good. It up, chalk it up to, you know, it is. But, hey, if we have like 21 free agents that are potentially leaving and yep. you had to put a number on how many potentially we could retain, what would that number be? <laughs> You can't be asking me that number. We, I, I, at the end of the day, we got to fill up all them. We got to fill those spots. The, the question is, who we filling those spots with? Uh, well, well, ballpark, you're right. You know, um, nobody has to write your name down or take receipts. But out of 21 players or 19 potentially, you see us keeping nine. Nine. Okay, that's about half. So let's let's roll with that. So if we're going to attack free agency. And we, I, um, again, um, do we have really, truly any blaring needs in your opinion? See, I don't think, I, blaring needs, I, okay, the word blaring is the question, right? So that, that blaring, no. Would I like to upgrade? Yes. And okay. so that's a different word, upgrade and blaring. So like the Niners have an offensive line and it's, it's pretty much, it, it ain't costing as much other than Trent Williams, right? That's the key. Right. But I think they need to invest in that offensive line. I think that now is the time. I think they've done everything else. I feel like they've they've gotten skill positions. They've gotten most of their skill positions under contract. They got one more to go. And and they may end up losing a player or two. They have to cut a player. I don't I don't want to have that conversation. But they need to upgrade the offensive line. That's why I wouldn't be surprised, Brian, if in free agency they go get an upgrade. They, 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 that's where they excel. Like, look at the Niners' offensive line. They got Trent. It got better. I know they lost Joe Staley at the same time, but it immediately got better. That's why I'm not, I'm not opposing to bringing back Lincoln Tomlinson. It worked. I know he sucked as a Jet. He didn't suck as a Niner. And I know that sucks for, for a guy like Aaron Banks, but hey, compete, get better, show me you better, like do something. I, I would I would like to see them address the offensive line in free agency, supplement it in the draft, like get get a couple of players that they feel like can fit this system. But blaring needs, I don't think there's any blaring needs, really. The only one, the only one I can think of is kick returner. That's the only one I think we need. Okay. I got a, I got a guy. We were talking about Ronnie Bell last year, but he no, turned no, no, into no. be a little bit better of a wide receiver than maybe a, a kick returner. He, he's a he's so, a wide receiver. Don't don't put him back there as as returning. He he will lose all of his he he would lose his football job. Um, there's a kid out of Mississippi State that I can't think of his name. He's a wide receiver. You could probably get him in the fourth or fifth round. Um, and he is a return specialist, but he can play. He's really good in the slot. I wouldn't be surprised if the Niners look to draft a guy like that. Just like we talk about them looking to draft a, a nickelback, like which that, and that lets you know that they don't have blaring needs as far as because you don't draft a nickelback, you don't draft a kick returner, you draft a wide receiver, and you draft a cornerback that can play nickelback. I think the Niners might just say, "Bump it, yo." Mike Sammer still, you're a great nickelback. That's where I will put you. Uh, I, just give me the nickel. Give me the strong guy. Put Demo back on the outside. Let him earn his money and give him his contract next year. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they did something like that. And I wouldn't be surprised if they did the same thing on the offensive side. Find a wide receiver that could play in the slot because Jawan Jennings would be, you know, if they don't extend him, you got to go. Okay. 
um, I wouldn't be surprised if 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 they did that. You know, you know, Jawan Jennings. If they don't find an extension for Jawan Jennings, I I just wouldn't be surprised with the Niners might do at the wide receiver position. So we're, we're going to have to kind of like lay back, fall back, and see how, how it kicks off for the San Francisco 49ers. But guys, look, it's been a great show. I want to do, I don't know if I have enough time. I tell you what, I don't have enough time to do the mock draft, but you know what? Let's do it anyway. I said I don't have time. I want to do it. I'll keep it quick. All right, I'll keep it quick. After some of the things that we saw, I got a lot of stuff I got to get done. But let's just do it real quick. You guys are here. Don't leave me as of yet. We are um, going to be using really quickly. Let me go ahead and and and, and blow that up somewhat. Uh, let's use NFL mock draft database. This is a little different. I think this is the one I normally use. That's not the one I normally use, but we're going to use this one as of today. All right. Um, and, and you can like, you know, what's funny about these these mock draft simulators. They're all different. Like they have players ranked differently and, and things like that. So I still think that the Niners should try to address the cornerback position. Why do I feel like I froze? So I think that I think the 49ers should try to address the cornerback position. Um not the cornerback position, the the tackle position first and foremost. So I'm going to I'm going to fall follow that suit. Um and 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 feel like that's the route that they definitely should go in. Now, I got my guy Tyler Guyton near. A lot of people love Graham Barton. Uh, Jordan Morgan is another dude. Uh, I see my edge rushers are there. But I really think that they need to address the tackle position pre-free agency. I don't know what they're doing in free agency. I'm going with Tyler Guyton. Listen, Graham Barton, the reason why I didn't go with Graham Barton is because if they draft him, he would automatically be moved to the inside, which means he would have to play guard. He doesn't have the physical, the physical, you know, the long arms to play tackle. So I would go with Graham Barton. If I didn't need a tackle, but I want a tackle. I'm going to get the rawest prospect out there that I think come in. He has the physical. And watch when he works out. I, I promise. No trades. Watch when Tyler Guyton works out. I watched him work out at the at the Senior Bowl. Watch when he works out. You're going to be like, hell yeah. Watch. All right. So we got Guyton. Now, let's go back to this. It keeps freezing up for me for some reason. I don't know if it's this website or whatever, but my apologies. Now, look, we don't watch some linebackers and I see Peyton Wilson there and I know I'm going to be shot. Uh, you asked me about Junior Colson. I really wish he would have worked out. You would love Junior Colson. That is the linebacker to me that fits the 49ers and what they would do. Uh, there's Xavier Leggett. We were just talking about a wide receiver. Um, I I think they go edge rusher uh, sec- second round. You got to see who's available. Uh, they met with Austin, uh, Austin Booker. They met with him. Gabriel Murphy is dope out of UCLA. He's he was the opposite of Latou. They met with Javon Solomon and formerly Nelson Caesar. You can see a lot of guys that they met with. I'm gonna tell you this kid, Mar- Marshawn Nealon, he had the best cone score, three cone score 
I wouldn't be surprised if the Niners looked at this kid, uh, Marshawn. I do like Adisa Isaac out of Penn State, but I think they could get more from Marshawn. His measurables just stand out to me a little bit more. But there's some there's some weapons here. Uh, you got safety Javon Bullard, uh, running back Jonathan Brooks. Like, how can you pass up? But you don't need a running back. But like, how can you pass up? Braden Fisk is sitting there right there, man. I'm not I'm not giving up on Braden Fisk. He's there. He's gonna go. He's gonna be my guy. Like you guys know how I feel about 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 this. All right. So now look, I didn't address the offensive line. I addressed the defensive line. I did not address the edge on the defense. I did not address the edge on the defense. Okay. My bad. Uh, but I still think there's gonna be some guys available. Um there's a safety out there. Kalen Bullock is there. We talked about him. Um, the Niners can go with an interior guy with the center, uh, Cedric Van Praan. I like our tackle, so we're good at the tackle. Uh, Brendan Rice is just sitting right there, the wide receiver. You know what? Let's go get Brendan Rice. Let's get another wide receiver here, and then let's dial back and see if our guy is still there, all right? Let's go backwards. Kalen Bullock is still there. We're going to go safety right there. You can see they gave me an A-plus for that. So now look, why did I get a safety high? Because he has the ability to play in the nickel. And I'm still going to address the cornerback situation because I still feel like we can get a nickel back or an outside corner uh, a little bit later in this draft. There's DJ James. He's a little light in the butt. But this dude has a bunch of PBUs, all right? So Max Melton is there. I know you guys saw his interview. He looked like a problem. Do we go with the guard, Zach Zinner? I say we go interior and build up that and that build up that line. That's that's me. Uh, I like Austin Booker as well as an edge rusher. There's my linebacker Cedric Gray, the tackling machine. Oh my gosh. I'm at pick, what, which pick am I at? 125, so we're in the fourth round. Scooby-Dooby-Doo, we got two fourth-round picks. Oh, man, I do like Max on the outside, but... There's a there's a here's my here's a guy that nobody's talking about. He's gonna be a guy. I don't know if he's gonna they oh he's gone. Dang. Andrew Phillips out of Kentucky is the cornerback that I think the 49ers need to draft. Unfortunately, I don't see him. Andrew Phillips is the cornerback that the 49ers need to draft. I'm gonna go with DJ James right there. Uh now the Niners got themselves a cornerback. Uh, let's go back to all. Now, I know you guys don't want me to address the uh, the running back position, but Ray Davis is the most elusive running back in this draft. You want a guy that can make people miss inside and out? It's Ray Davis. Can catch out of the backfield. I know y'all don't want me to go there, so I'm not going to do it. But this is the Wayne Breezy Show Mock Draft 2.0, all right? I'm not looking at the chat because the screen keeps freezing when I go back and forth. But I'm going to draft Cedric Gray, linebacker out of North Carolina. The Niners will get a tackling machine. I don't think they sign Aziz Alshair and they go in and get a guy like Aziz Alshair. And then they try to see if they can develop those linebackers that they drafted on last year, D. Winters and Jalen Graham, all right? That's what they do. Uh, did I address the C? What else didn't I address? All right, let me see what you guys are talking about here. Um, that you said, Greg says he thinks they addressed the O line on day three by taking Foster or Greenfield uh, at offensive tackle and add a guy like McCormick. Okay, okay, I can dig it. I can dig it a lot. I can dig it. 
Uh, Brendan Rice, third round steal. I should have grabbed freaking Zach Zinner. That's what I get. Um, I really like him. He's a mean guard. I like. I want. I want the meanness to come back. Uh, Andrew Ram uh, or Rame. I think that's how you say his name. Can play center out of Oklahoma. I wouldn't be surprised that the Niners are looking at Oklahoma linemen. I, they probably talked to Trent. Trent Williams was like, "Listen, man, I want all." The dudes from Oklahoma this year. Drake Nugent could be another center, but I just don't think they addressed the center at this particular point. Uh, we've addressed, let's see, we got an offensive tackle, defensive lineman, wide receiver. We got a safety. We got a corner. We got a linebacker. I let's let's go. Let's go check out the tight ends. Let's go see what the tight ends are looking like. Uh, there's AJ Barner out of Michigan. Uh, he can catch. Um, and he can block. You guys like the blocking tight ends. Isaac Rex out of BYU is another one. They took all my tight ends. They took them all. I ain't mad at them, but they took them all. Probably would be a reach, but I know if I don't get Barner here, Trey Knox out of South Carolina, I'm going to go with A.J. Barner right here. It's probably I didn't think the grade was going to be that high, but I reached for him. I want to get a solid tight end that can catch and can block in the run game. Um, I don't know much about these other tight ends other than Isaac Rex, but I really, that's why I went with A.J. Barner, not just because he's a Michigan dude. Again, you want, a, if the Niners want an elusive back, okay, I'm talking about an elusive running back. Um, another guy, Isaiah Davis out of South Dakota State, man, he is on my radar. Here's a linebacker nobody's talking about out of Washington, okay? Edufuan Ulafoshio. His combine yesterday was smooth like butter, baby. I just want y'all to know that he's on my radar. Jalex Hunt, edge out of Houston Baptist as well. Um, these guys, I mean, I, I just like a lot of them. <sighs> Let me ask you this question. I like Isaiah Davis. He's an outside zone runner. He has speed. Would you guys want me to draft Isaiah Davis or would you guys want me to draft... Frank Gore Jr., who I think will be available. Uh, let me know what you guys think. Frank Gore Jr. or Isaiah Davis. I know y'all don't know who Isaiah Davis is, but the kid is as hella productive, hella productive out of uh, South Dakota State. I really want this Rame dude or Drake Nugent. They said Gore. All right, so we'll go Gore. All right, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to take a center. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take Andrew Rame out of uh, Oklahoma. All right, look, I done went to Oklahoma and then racked up. All right, look, they gave me an A-plus for that. Oh, snap. Oh, snap. All right, I know y'all don't want me to do it, but I'm going to do it. All right, so where I am, where am I, I mean? I'm at pick 242. We got back-to-back -back picks in the six. Um, Can I double up at the linebacker? Nah, I probably shouldn't double up at the linebacker. I want to double up at the linebacker. I really like what I've seen from this kid. I'm going to go ahead and take Frank Gore. We're going to knock him out. In the sixth round. And since we got back-to-back -back picks, who do we get for an edge rusher? Oh, we didn't get an edge rusher. Check this kid out. Jalix Hunt out of Houston Christian. I mean, Houston Baptist. Check him out. I promise you, he screams Niner. Okay? I promise you. I promise you that. I promise you that. I see Miles Coldier as well. I feel like we needed... I feel like we can go get another wide receiver. There's a kid that I really like. I want to see where they got him. I I want this Joshua Cephas kid. It's something about him out of University of Texas San Antonio that I like. 
I think they go two wideouts in this draft. So I'm going to go with Cephas. They give me a D-plus on Cephas? They must don't know about Cephas. The kid is a yak monster. Kid is a yak monster. Uh, let me go ahead and save this. So that's that mock draft. Let's just do a quick recap. First round, I went tackle Tyler Guyton out of uh, Oklahoma. Then I went Braden Fist, defensive lineman out of Florida State. I went wide receiver in the third round with the first third round pick, uh, Brendan Rice, Jerry Rice's son. My second, I stayed right at USC and I grabbed my safety, who I feel like can play nickel at points at times. You just heard Caller talk about how well his eyes are in the backfield. And I think that's super important uh, when it comes to these quarterbacks and where to throw the ball. They can elude the quarterback to throw the ball. DJ James went and got the cornerback that the Niners uh, actually had a formal interview with. Uh, he's a little light in weight, but he plays big. He plays big. I think he's listed at like 170 pounds, but the dude plays big. He's a PBU guy or whatnot. Cedric Gray, I just... He, uh, the last time we had a tackling monster, he played from he came from Ohio State. His name was Chris Borland. That's Cedric Gray, just in a different body. AJ Barner, I think I got one of the most solid tight ends in this draft, in this mock draft. You're gonna see him work out today. All right. Pay attention to AJ Barner. Andrew Rain. I really like this kid. Zone center. Just really good. Uh, and you pairing him up with his guy for the future and Tyler Guyton. Uh, they know each other. Think about us having cohesiveness on that offensive line. Just think about it for one second. Frank Gore Jr., I, I, I got a monster running back. I don't care what nobody says. I don't care where he played football. He's a monster running back, in my opinion. Jalex Hunt might be one of the most underrated edge rushers in this draft, but I think his stock rose. His stock rose after the combine. And no one's talking about Joshua Cephas. If he does participate in the NFL combine, I guarantee you his stock will go from this to third round real quick. All right. Go from this to the third round real quick. All right, guys, man. Listen, I appreciate you guys. Happy Friday. Thank you so much for tuning in. I truly appreciate it, man. You guys are the best. Always will be the best. I really wanted Isaiah Davis. Uh, I did, Melissa. I, I wanted Isaiah Davis out of South Dakota State, but they told me to get Frank Gore. I got Frank Gore. They said, get him. I said, get him. You did. Oh, my gosh. That's right. I didn't look at for I didn't see that Oscar. My bad. But I appreciate you guys, man. Thanks for continuing to rock out with me in this crazy offseason. And we'll be back on Monday. Uh, same time, same place, 1 p.m., the Wayne Breezy Show. I'll see you guys 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on this channel uh, for the No Harm, No Foul Show. It's going to be a little spicy show today. I can tell you that right now. So make sure you guys tune in. Love y'all. Stay up. Wait, 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 wait. I got to make sure I didn't miss anything. The poll question, which I've been forgetting just about every episode, which legacy player uh, should the 49ers draft? And, ah, oh, man, you guys are the best. 39% of you said all of the above, all right? So, man, give yourselves a round of applause, man. Y'all said all the above. I want them all. I want McCaffrey, I want Gore, and I want Rice all on the same damn team. That's what I want, all right? All on the same team. Uh, you asked me about the guy from Michigan, uh, Junior Colson Wilfredo. Listen, I'm, I, I, he didn't get a chance to work out. I'm sure he'll work out at his pro day, uh, but when he tests, he's going to be official. Uh, Nigel says, it's finding a right tackle in the draft. Better than free agency. I just feel like the Niners suck at drafting offensive linemen. I, I don't know why. I just I just feel like that's that's they just not good at drafting O linemen. 
and they're good at finding somebody that could come in and fit what they're trying to do. And so why not go that route? Why not save your money in free agency and go out and get the guy that already proved himself in the NFL that could come in and fit your system? I think that's the route that they should go in. Uh, and that's just my opinion. It, that's that's kind of like how I think. Now, I do think they should draft some offensive linemen that can follow that, that mold or whatever, like maybe get the center. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't have, I don't want to tackle. I'll have to bring in my man, Jason, to talk about salary cap, Christopher. And last but not least from J49, is Merritt from Casey a good fit or is he shady? We need a center, Latu dangerous. All right. So we talk about Latu Latu being dangerous for sure. We do need a center. I agree. Um, There's some centers in this draft. Uh, And is Casey, uh, is Merritt, Dave Merritt from uh, Casey a good fit? Uh, Listen, I tell you what, we're going to talk about that on No Harm, No File today at 4 p.m. Thanks for tuning in, man. Love y'all. Peace out, baby. Peace, love, and hair grease. I used to say that. I don't even know why. I, it's just I something that I used to say, man. Whiskey on the rocks and a 24 karat gold on a watch. My 71 Chevy B tipping nonstop. Sounding like Trent Williams on the block. So you know we can't stop. We be banging through your speakers. Wayne Breezy on the filter in the bleachers. You can tune into my show and I'm a teacher. Wayne Breezy the phone.